yeah, whatever you want, man. I'm I'm down, dude. I'm always on. Welcome to Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people. Hey, everybody. If you listen to the show for a long time, then you've heard Alfonso on the show before. He was on one of the really, really, really early episodes before the show sounded like it sounds now. So you can go back and listen to that one to catch up on more of who he is and uh, see a little bit of an evolution in the show. But then come back and listen. Well, no, listen to this one first. You're already here. That's stupid. Bruh. All right. So I've got Alfonso on the show. He's the lead singer of Heartsick, a band from Lansing, Michigan. I've known these guys since mm, probably like freshman, sophomore year of high school. They have been rocking really hard for a long time. They've been committed to this band and they've been touring a lot, going all over the United States, making really cool music videos, working with people from bands like Seven Dust. And I don't know, they've just been consistently good, evolving style. And uh, we talked to uh, Alfonso today about his style, the band's style, uh, as in how they perform, and then also how they got into Upheaval Festival. Because last year was the first Upheaval Festival in Grand Rapids, Michigan, music festival for loud music. They played on the small stage, and this year they got invited back to play on the main stage. So, you know, they're doing something right. They're the only band from last year that's back, and not only are they back, but they're playing on the same stage as some of their favorite bands, and it's blowing their minds too. So come out, see them play July 16th in Grand Rapids, Michigan at Belknap Park at Upheaval Festival. They go on, like I said, July 16th. They're the first band of the day on the main stage at 1.20 p.m. Everything's in the show notes. So let's listen to Alfonso from Heartsick. Yeah, man, I'm glad to talk to you again. The last time I saw you face to face, you just came off stage and uh, you looked like you were about to pass out, which I hear is common because you put in a very athletic performance. Um, which we'll get to that in a second, but we're, we're here mostly to talk about you being on, uh, upheaval's main stage this year. Yep. Last year you were on the lookout stage. How did you get involved with upheaval festival last year? Now we ended up getting on upheaval because it was like, so a buddy of my, okay. So my cousin hit me up and he said, Hey, I have a friend who has a friend who's doing a festival. Would you guys be interested in playing it? And I, being the person that I am, was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Just thinking it's like some backyard like festival for some buddy of his. I don't give a shit. I'll play anywhere. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So then his buddy, whose name is Edward, hit us up, hit me up and was like, yo, Chris told me about you being down to play this fest. Can I give your number to my boy? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, man. Again, I'm just like, probably some backyard festival at some dude's house somewhere. Yeah. I don't no problem. So I get an email and it's like, Hey, uh, Ed told me that you guys were in on doing this fest. Uh, we're getting the lineup secured, but if you guys are down, we, we want to have you like, how many tickets do you think you could sell? We're like, Oh yeah, we'll, you know, whatever we'll do this. And I was like, didn't think anything of it. Right. Just replied to the emails. It just kind of like went to the back of my mind. 
And then a few months go by. Now this isn't this is in 2019 when they're trying to set this up, right? So right, right. So we're still not in 2020. COVID still hasn't happened. So I get a message uh in our email and it's like hey we're gonna be announcing soon just let you know we haven't forgot about you we've just been really busy taking care of the vinyl and i said cool okay whatever no big deal just get at me whenever whenever you want and they were like okay cool yeah so fast forward to like right near the end of 2019 they are starting to the announcement and then i wake up one day and i have somebody sends me a text they're like, dude, this lineup is sick. I didn't know you guys were playing this. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they're like, go to Instagram. You're on this festival. <laughs> and I go on Instagram and I see like heartsick with disturbed avatar. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Bro? This isn't some black party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I went back to the emails. And they had sent us an email the day of, and they're like, here's the announcement, here are the stuff. And I was like, oh, this is like a festival festival. This isn't like some dude, like, these are legit yeah, people. Yeah. And that's how I found out we were on upheaval. So, yeah, because that was the first year you know, of upheaval, too, for anyone who doesn't know. So, there was really no, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, you know, fast forward to 2020, COVID happens. Everything gets shut down. Go to 2021. Finally, we get to play it. Great time. And then as the festival was finishing and we were turning in our ticket money and getting everything together. And just, just a little bit of a setup. Uh, there's the place where they do it. There's uh, up on a hilltop. There's a smaller stage called the Lookout Stage. And that's what you guys played last year. And then kind of the hillside going down is where a lot of people sit and watch the main stage, which had bands like you were talking about last year. It was uh, Corn, Chevelle. Um, uh, God, they're all escaping now. Joyous Wolf, Gem uh, Gemini Syndrome. Oh, those guys were fun. I had never seen those guys live before. Those guys were a lot of fun live too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blacktop Mojo, great band. Yeah. So it was, it was a really good, it was a really good lineup last year. They really did. I ended up then when I finally met the people, I was like, oh, it's fucking, it's so and so and so and so of MI Entertainment, and I was like, oh, dude, I've I've worked for these people. I, I've literally worked stages for them. Oh yeah, yeah. I moonlight as a stagehand from time to time and shit when I when I don't have shows or band shit. Yeah, yeah. So we're turning in our ticket money, doing our thing, you know, making sure we're getting everything taken care of. And uh, they hit me up, and they're like, Hey, uh, we've got this thing going on next year. If you guys want to do it, and I was like, Yeah, cool. And so then I jokingly said, If you do it next year, you should put us on the main stage. Yeah. Again, just joking. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Just an offhand thing. It wasn't submitted in writing or in a Gmail or. Nope. Nope. I, uh, I ended up going there and just made a joke. <laughs> and then I just like started emailing them and was like, yo, we really want to be part of next year. Yeah. Now, I didn't mention anything about main stage again. So I just kept emailing them. And then they were like. Yeah, you guys are on the show. Cool. We got you. I'm like, cool. Awesome. And then again, I wake up one morning and. And we're on main stage and i was like what the fuck is happening right now? Like, I, like, it's crazy i had no idea yeah because i was kind of wondering yeah. if they had said something to the bands on the lookout stage the year before like hey one of you guys might get a shot at the main stage next year because like look out because it's up on a hill but maybe look out like hey watch out because you might see these guys on the main stage next year or if it was just purely because somebody at the thing saw 
what a frenzy the crowd was in when you guys were playing and was like, holy fuck, we got to get these guys down there on the big stage. Yeah, like, I don't, you know, I, I really, I'm not one of these people that, like, invests too much into, like, uh, you know, oh, we're, you know, we're fucking good enough. Like, it, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm just happy that they, that they decided that that was something that we had earned. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like, I don't care what the decision was based on, what the merit was. Um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I don't, I don't think we're any less deserving or more deserving of anything as a band from, you know, comp- compared to any other band. I think that we are just, we, uh, we have the ability to do what we do and I'm thankful for it. And whoever decided that that was going to be the best spot for us, I'm more than happy. You know, yeah. I'm all for it. First time that you and I ever talked to each other, we both had a full head of hair. <laughs> it tells you how long ago that yes. was. Yes. Um, and it was right after No Life had played a show at Giorgio's. Or wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Yep. We played it. You guys played a show at the coffee place, and then we walked over to Giorgio's. And uh, we were talking, and I was like, "Dude, doesn't it hurt to sing like that?" And you're like, "No, not if you do it right." And you started explaining to me like how you can scream sing, and I was like, "Oh, that's badass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I've been watching you guys play for a long time is kind of the moral of that story. And you guys have always brought a lot of energy. Uh, and the one thing I've noticed just from like kind of seeing you guys in like broad jumps, like watching you, seeing you a couple of years later, seeing you a couple of years later, is you guys have always had high energy, but you guys really like come up on the stage with a lot of confidence and particular like, I mean, Waylon's out here flexing and Jared yeah, throwing yeah, his yeah. guitar and mean mugging the crowd. Um, yeah. You guys have always had a lot of energy, but the, the confidence part seems like it's just come with time. But I'm curious where all that energy did. Did you guys play your first show and people were jumping around or was it kind of like, all right, guys, we got to we got to loosen up a little bit, liven up. Or do you guys just. Do you guys just come out like that? Has that always been kind of kind of the style for you guys? No, nah, man. We've always been like that, which to me is funny because it's ironic. Yeah. Uh, because we're not confident like that outside of being in the band. Like yeah. not a single one of us like tries to draw attention like that. I like Yeah, you had to give Jacob Pep talk to come on my podcast. He was like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. So like outside of being on the stage, yeah, it's we're not we're not at all like super confident. Like I, I'm not, you know, I know I know Jared definitely isn't. I know Jake definitely isn't, like Wayland really isn't either. So I hung out with but, Jared like at least a dozen times before he finally talked to me. I was like, oh all right. yeah, right. Jared's very, very uh very, very quiet. Um, if you don't know him, yes. but since day one, since we played our first show, we were all entertainers and, and showmen. And it's because of the bands that we loved. I think for us, we just had a understanding that if we were going to do this, we needed to emulate our heroes yeah. and our heroes had a lot of energy. You know, Poison the Well, Deftones, uh, Every Time I Die, uh, Opath, System of a Down, 
uh, Corn. Like all of these bands are super animated. Yeah, we didn't. None of us liked bands that were just stand uh, there and play it like it sounds on the record. And yeah, yeah, that's never been us. Yeah, you know. So for us, we just were emulating our heroes, and we knew that that was something that needed to happen, and we were really feeling it. Now we also knew that we weren't going to do that just when there was a lot of people at our shows. We were like. And we never had a conversation about this. I think everybody just innately knows deep inside. It's like, if we're going to do this, we have to put our hearts and souls into it. We can't just be performing. And I think that that's the difference from us and maybe other bands that people see, which I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking any other band. I can't sit here and say if some band is being true to themselves or not. I have no fucking idea. Right, right. What I can tell you is that I know that when we're on stage, it's not an act. It's not to entertain. We're doing this because we love it and we want to experience it every single time. So for us, it's really a feeling that we're getting from from in here, from deep inside our, our ourselves. Yeah. Um, but what about you specifically? Like you will literally get on the microphone and demand people listen to you and do what you say. There must be a point where you're like, I got the confidence to do this. Or has that always been from the beginning too, where you've had that confidence to to scream into the microphone at a bunch of people that may or may not know you personally and be like, listen to me, motherfuckers, do what I say now. It's always been there with me. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) it's always been there, man. Um, It's the only place where I feel, uh normal it's the only place where i feel like i'm in control of my life yeah other than that i don't feel like i have much control of my life in certain aspects so it's the only place in time where i feel that i have the ability to give commands and everyone's going to listen yeah and it becomes a voice to have fun and be positive. So do you think your martial arts background kind of contributes to maybe part of your, uh, part of your persona up on stage? Cause I mean, rolling around, uh, doing jujitsu, that's hard work. You gotta, you gotta be, oh, yeah, for sure. it's, it's a mix of, that, it's a mix of thinking. Yeah. And I don't know because when I'm doing, when I'm doing judo and jujitsu, um, I enjoy the, the the teaching part of judo and jujitsu. Mm. Obviously, I enjoy fighting too. Yeah. But I enjoy the process of teaching someone. So for me, I am not the kind of person that's like, I want to impose my will on people when I'm training. It's only when I'm doing tournaments where I'm like, now it's where I want to impose my will. Mm. Um. I think that who I am as a martial artist is vastly different than who I am as a performer on stage. But even just the physicality of it, because yes, like, no, I remember Jake sure. telling me that one time you came off, you ran off stage, went backstage and just started throwing up after a performance because like you were jumping, you were screaming, you were oh, breathing yeah, hard. Yeah. The whole Waylon time that your body just gave out. Yeah. Waylon, same thing. Waylon throws up. Jared throws up all the time after our, our sets. 
that's like that's par for the course, man. If you want to be in this band and you're not willing to throw up after you're done playing, you're not. <laughs> you know, this is what it yeah. is. Yeah, because like the last time I saw you, you had just came off stage. I think somebody might have had you by one arm, and I was like, "Hey, man, nice job!" And you just kind of smiled at me, like uh, trying to think. Tom Hanks in that one movie was just like, "Oh yeah, hi." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> shit dude i can't wait to see this um it's not going to be this upcoming weekend because i'm going to put this out the same day so it's not going to be the next weekend but the weekend after that right the uh 16th yeah 16 all right and we'll do uh regular reminders between now and then too guys go out watch heart sick and uh all the other good bands at upheaval but come out for heart sick they're going to open the show on the main stage and they're going to kick some serious serious ass they always do so that's how i know they're going to do it again it's going to be fun, man. We're going to have a good time. I'm uh, looking absolutely forward to it. Um, I love festival season. I am I love playing festivals. Mm-hmm. I don't go to them very often just because it's like, it's just so much going on and my back's all fucked up. So When you go to one, you're usually in it. Yeah. 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 So if I go to festivals, because I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. So I like to go to shows more than I like to go to festivals. Festivals are tough for me because I have some sciatica issues. So standing around all day long, walking around, like going to see bands is not something that's like conducive to yeah, yeah. My, uh, my back and my body. But I love going to actual shows like just like the intersection or, you know, or when the loft was around or to DT, you know, like going shit like that. I love doing that. So, but come out to the show if you can, if you can make it. We play at 120 on the main stage, July 16th. So yeah, come have fun. July 16th, be there. God damn it. <laughs> All right, man. Hold on. Let me hit uh, end of record and then hang on for just one second. Sure. All right, everybody. That was Alfonso, the lead singer from Heartsick, one of my favorite bands of all time. And they will be playing in Grand Rapids, Michigan, July 16th at 1.20 p.m. on the main stage, baby. Yeah. At the Upheaval Festival at Belknap Park. There are links in the show notes. You can get $5 off your tickets when you use their promo code and... All the instructions and places to do that are in there. I hope to see you at the show. Also, buy my book, Switchers. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 man. Weird, right?